0: My name is Edward, and welcome to the Edward Interview Show. Today we have very two special guests who are very, very, very special to Temple Emmanuel and well, all of the ministries really. Um, there are two people I'm very, very curious about. We have Abraham Monreal and Donnie Linares. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome. You can go ahead grab the mic. It's gonna thank be you. a very comfortable interview.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: I am. Um, it's a privilege, really, to have you both sitting here in front of me. Uh, we were afraid that Donnie wasn't going to show up, but I'm glad he's here. I'm glad. I'm glad you are too, uh, Mr. Abraham. First question off the bat, I wanted to ask you guys is uh, how are you guys doing?
1: We are doing good. We are doing good. Thank you. Thank you for asking. And uh, yeah, in this very critical moment that we are all living, but thanks God we
2: are good. Well, we are. We're super excited to be here. First of all, thanks for the invitation. And uh, we're good. I mean, we are blessed. We serve a great God. So, hey, nothing to worry about it. We're good. So, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting us.
0: You can hold the mic closer. Um. So they can hear you at home, you know, this whole quarantine thing. <laughs> they, they just need right. to hear you a little bit better. You're going to say a lot of good stuff tonight. So, I want them to be able to hear it. Um, okay. So, how is quarantine
2: treating y'all? Well like for me I'm still doing the same thing man i mean it's, it's mm-hmm. it ha- nothing haven't changed i been i've been working thanks God i've been working mm-hmm. all this time and uh I mean for me it's like normal i haven 't seen the only, the only thing I see like different different kind of things you have to different do different things like when you to go to the store you have to wear your mask and everything you know to respect all the people but like I mean to be honest i mean it doesn't it haven 't affect me at all yeah. i mean thanks God i mean uh, I've been doing the same, the same thing. I've been living my, my life, and, uh, I mean, I'm good. So right. I, I try not to let anything affect my 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 personal life mm. or, like, my, my emotion, you mm. know. Like, sometimes we, we allow stuff to get into your head, and then, I mean, that's when problems start coming. Yeah. So the, the best thing you can do is just, like, now think about it. I mean, God has everything under control. Mm. So, hey, if he has everything under control, man, we don't have to, to worry about it.
0: That's a great mentality to have. I know, especially during these times, mental health is a big thing for a lot of people, you know, being uh, forced to, you know, not be next to the people that they are. But it's glad, great to have an essential worker here. Uh, Donnie, how's quarantine been treating you?
1: Well, um, personally, is uh, difficult for me mm-hmm. and, uh, and a different perspective because I have family and uh, everyone was affected um, because of school. Stopped everything,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yes. you know, and work uh, for us stop everything too. So um, we are we are trying to recover, slow, slow, slow recover. But at the same time, um, Abraham has a point here. God is in control, yeah. You know, because um, under all of this that we are living and we are ex- experiencing right now, we need to have the peace of God.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, as a Christians. You know, because um, the world has given us a uh, different scenarios. The most worst scenarios that you can see it yep. right now. You know, because uh, no one else in life, well, uh, surely uh, uh, has experienced all of this, you know. And we are uh, dealing with pandemic, you know. We are dealing with um, mental health. We are dealing with many other things, but... This is this is my point here that we can have all of that. And the scenario that we are seeing is very is very is very complicated, it's very difficult to see it, you know. But the scenario that God can give us is totally different. Because the scenario that God has for the Christian people and for his son and daughters is is, is very different. And it's peace, it's joy, is is you know, is is kind of I can explain because that peace is understanding. The, there is there is no peace that, that Abraham or me can can have emotions or feel, and I can explain you why because this is only God can mm, give us that. Yeah. You know,
0: that's great. I think both of you guys are, uh, you know, dealing with the effects of quarantine, dealing with the effects of COVID that we have right now. Obviously, I'm a high school student. Uh, I'm a senior right now, and not being able to kind of enjoy, you know, my last year is, is kind of, you know, kind of off-putting, but I like the mentality of, you know, keeping in God's hands, you know, God has it under control. Um, one thing I wanted to ask both of you guys, uh, obviously, you know, being part of the men's ministries, you know, the men's director and the assistant men's director, um, how is your upbringing? You know, we always like to talk about guest origins, so go ahead, talk a little bit about some of the things, you know, did you grow up in church? Did you not grow up in church? How big of, uh, of a part were your parents inside of you growing up in church, or? That?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, um, it's very, it's very, um, weird. I mean, no weird, but it's very, a special mm. story about it because, um. I, as my, at my young age, I never go to church. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, I was a, a former uh, professional soccer player. You know, and uh, and I I be in church, you know, once, but not that that you know like like you like your fathers or your or your parents. Um, they don't force you, but they show you the way.
3: Yeah,
1: you know, and um, and I have good parents, and I have good parents. And uh, they pray for me, you know, and we believe in God and all of that. But yeah, it was in 2010 when I when I uh, when I declare and uh, uh, Jesus as my Savior, you know, and everything changed in my life. Right. <laughs> everything changed in my life, and uh, and I, and I give my life here in Tempurimano to the Christ. That's
0: that's great. That's great.
2: Well, like for me, like. um. Since I'm from Mexico, I used to uh, my, the church was there in Mexico was in the same in the same uh, land that we have our house because my dad gave it to to the pastor there so he can build a church. And uh, I used to go to church when I was little. I was I mean I, I had to go every Sunday, you know, like a Sunday school. There was those uh, there was those beautiful moments when you spend when, with your friends and uh, and your, and your neighbors and uh, and besides the teacher was she was nice. She always brings some stuff <laughs> like yeah. to eat. So it was it was good. It was good, but. Uh, I would say, like, around seven, when, you know, you know, when people started making fun of you, like, because, I mean, it was like a, a, like in my town, I would say only, like, one or two percent were Christians, and the rest, they were, like, different, different religion. So they would make fun of you. Oh, he comes, the hallelujah, he comes. This, this. So, <laughs> wow. you, know, when, you know, when you're little, when you're, like, five years old, you don't care, you're, like, it doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. But when you're seven or eight, and then you start, like, your feelings start changing, and that affects you. So then I stopped going to church. I was like, I don't want to go to church no more because people's making fun of me. Mm. But guess what? I mean, I was growing up and people still make fun of me. <laughs> Even though I was 15, I was 16. They still make fun of me because I remember that I used to go to church when I was little. So I'm like, man, I don't like this. I don't like it. But one thing uh, that I remember is that that uh, when I when I when I was little in. I never, I never understand this until into, into, I, I came to the U.S. and gave my life to Christ. But uh, one of my, a little piece of my testimony is that uh, I, I, when I was born, I think I have something, like, I don't know, um, something wrong with my heart. Mm. It was something wrong with my heart. And I always remember this, and I say, man, God, God really had a plan for me. Like the Bible said, like before I form you, I already have plans for you. And, and, and when, I, when I was born, I mean, uh, I would say like two or three days, I was in my in my house, and I, and I feel really sick. I got really, really sick. I stopped breathing. So my, my aunt, my aunt, she took me to the hospital. But my mom, she was in the hospital because she had a complicated, uh, um, how you say, it, um, parto? I don't know how it's in English. But she got complicated. I mean, she it was it was bad. It was how bad it was because since before I was born, the the devil, the devil wants to kill me and destroy me before wow. I was even born. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is, my mom she was in the hospital. I was already in the house. But then I feel sick and I start breathing. I was like two, three days old. And my aunt she took me to 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 another hospital. And when I was going to one hospital, my mom was coming to the house. Mm-hmm. When my mom gets to the house, she's like, "Where's my son?" I'm like. They took him to the hospital because he was dying. Wow. When I got to the hospital, the doctors told my aunt, they said, they said you should be glad you bring him. And you could wait at least another hour, he would be dead by now. I mean, I, 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 never, I never understood that. Mm-hmm. And to, when I become a Christian, like, man, God was protecting me. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning, since, the, since day one, God was protecting me. And so many things happened. Then uh, I was, grow, I grow, like I said, I grew up and uh, I stopped going to church. I don't want to go to church no more and stuff like that. But I, there was always something inside of me that reminds me, hey, you know you know who your father is. You know who you belong to. And it was funny because I, when I so, as soon as I started learning how to read, I used to get my Bible. I used to climb a tree and go on top of the tree and start reading my Bible. I could stay there for hours. Oh reading my Bible I can barely start reading I was like four years old and I go on the tree and I open my Bible and I start reading my Bible mm. so so you know when you when you experience that kind of that kind of thing and you're like when you're little when you grow up that's gonna remind, remain in yourself it's gonna remain inside of you So when I came to the U.S., I think I was 18 or 19 when I came to the U.S., I mean, for my surprise, my sister-in-law, she was Christian. She's Christian. Mm -hmm. So she's like, hey, do you want to go to church? I'm like, not again. (laughs) You know, the first thing you're like, okay, not again. I mean, but then I found out that here in the U.S., people respect you more. They don't call you hallelujah. They don't call you like that. I'm like, oh, okay, I I I think I can do this. So I started going to church. And uh, and in fr- I mean I remember that uh, the first time I went to church and I see this lady she was dancing and there was the, the the group was playing and everything they were they were they were singing and this lady she was dancing and uh, I remember I made fun of her sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I already asked God for forgiveness okay yes. but I make I, I was making fun of her because she looked so funny and like man this is this is weird different but weird but guess what God and what God was working in my life already. It was for a purpose that I, my, my sister-in-law was a Christian and I got to my brother's house and then she took me to the church. So later on, not, not too long, not too long after that, God, one day uh, God called me and I said, hey, I've been waiting for you. Wow. I've been waiting for you all this time. I never, I never forgot about you. Since you were little, I will protect you. Since you were young, i always protect you. And now I am with you. So guess what? I gave my life to Christ. And guess what? Then I was dancing with hermana. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's <a> great. was <laughs> they, great. They, they, they're playing the music and I started dancing and everything like, man, I used to make fun of this yeah. and now I'm doing this? Really? Yeah. But that's what God, when God makes a change in your life, mm. you see things in a different perspective. You don't see, the, you don't see things the, the way you used to see them. And, and you know, and since that day, and to this moment, I mean, you know, you always have your highs and lows and everything. But one thing, one thing, I, I always, I always share, and I, one thing I always show people: no matter what what happens in my life, I will never go away from God. Mm. I will never stay away from God. Yeah, sometimes we we, we, we get mad. It's, it's 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 human. We get mad, or we get disappointed, or stuff happens to to us. I mean. I don't know how many times people can get hurt for somebody or you hurt somebody else or, or vice versa. But, but one thing, is always remains that God is always there. And I always tell people, even though I go through, like the Bible says, the and tribulations and all kind of stuff, no matter what, I will never, never walk away from God. Mm. Sometimes I get mad and I say, God, today I don't want to pray. But you know what, he saved me since the beginning, since one day. He's been there with me. So how can I be away from him?
3: Ah, that's
2: that is great. impossible. So I would say to the people that are watching right now, I mean, I don't know what you're going through. I mean, <laughs> I just encourage you. Hey, don't let ever let go from God's hand.
0: That's great.
2: Because because God God loves you and God, he always, always, always going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. So please think about that. Yeah,
0: got gotcha. you. Uh, one thing I wanted to, to to ask is, you know, obviously you two were were definitely meant for ministry, um, in in the church. Uh, but growing up or, or being, you know, in church, did you ever want, or did you ever want to say like, oh, I want to be part of ministry, or did, was it just something that God called? You, to? <laughs>
1: you know what I have I have a I have a funny story about it because. I never, I never going to get involved in church. Mm. Never, never in my life. Because um, uh, being involved in church or being involved in the ministry uh, demands from us or demands from the people commitment. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: You know? And as uh, Hispanos or Latinos, whatever, we don't want to have commitment. This is this is very this is very uh, uh, a special a special skill that we have that we don't want commitment with nobody you know even with yourself you know and uh, yeah I I I'm never gonna get involved but uh, God called me you know and uh, well sometimes um, I'm gonna start my ministry as a usher you know. Uh, I just uh, start coming to church, and, you know, I get involved, and, uh, well, I get my membership, you know, as a member from Temple Emmanuel, And then uh, some of the captains for the usher asked me about it, if I want to serve. And I say, yes, better. But watch this. I never knew about the usher ministries. I mean, I, I, I don't know about men's ministry. I don't know about women's ministry, youth ministry. You know, royal ranger or any any other kind of type of, or, or ministry that we have in church, I don't knew about it. I don't knew about it. So, uh, what's usher means? You know, yeah. oh no, you have to serve, come early um, once uh, one Sunday at the month or whatever uh, the the team is working. You know, well serving and just come, open the door, put water here. You know, just mm-hmm. be. Uh, Take, taking care about pastors and about uh, members and, and and visitors, you know. And this is and this is okay. And I'm like, okay. So I I think I can do that, you know. This is, looks looks easy, you know. But I don't even know. And when I say yes, I I, I didn't say yes to that captain. I, I didn't say yes to the pastor. I say yes to the Lord. Wow. You know. And I'm like, okay, then. So I think I can do that. You know, it looks easy. You know, there is no demand a lot commitment from me to do it. It's just one one Sunday, at the month. That's it. You know, one Sunday I have to come early. You know, make sure that everything is in place before service. That's that's that's, that's it. And and after service, just you know, you just just take care of the clean a little bit and you know everything and i'm like okay so then god called me to preach his word and this is very different <laughs>
3: mm.
1: you know yeah. this is very different and i was and i was and i was very 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 um you know uh i was not revealed to, to the lord but um you know when people pray for you i'm sorry. Uh, I'm I gonna do this illustration for the people that is watching us right, and, and the aud- audience that we have right here. You know, um, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that much when people on on that time, on that time, okay, I'm talking in the past, past tense. <laughs> yeah. um, when people pray for you and you fail, mm. I don't believe in that. Before, you know, when I go to the altar, I put. One foot here and the other one right here. And no one's is going to make me fall down, you know. Like, But when God called me, no one's. And, and when I fell, no one's uh, touched me. This man of God just come um, in front of me and just say, man of God, and never touch me. And I just fell. And that day, God called me to preach his word. But I don't even know uh, what can I do or what can I say or how I have to preach. And Abraham, and Abraham said it. Maybe people can uh, listen right now. But Abraham just said right now, it's more commitment. Mm. And I don't even know that, that I have to take care of the business. And I don't even know that I have to, and I, I, and I have to take care of uh, the people, the men over here, you know, and serve. All about the call of God in your life is about to serve. Wherever you do in life for God, make sure that you are serving someone. Because Jesus said it. Jesus said it. I don't. I don't. I don't come over here to someone serve me. Is I come to here to serve people, you know? And uh, yeah, it's more commitment. You need to take care of business, you need to take care, you need to you need to take decisions. Some of them will be difficult, but you have you have to do it. And watch this. God is is um it's a privilege that we have um to have the business of the Lord in our hands. This is a privilege that we have. How about you, Abraham?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, I remember like one uh, like little story that, uh, and it's funny because you said you don't you don't want to like commit with a uh, with a ministry. And in my case, when I was uh, when I accept God as my Lord and Savior, I would say like uh, after after uh, since I was when I was little and I used to read my Bible when I barely started learning you know how to read and I was reading my Bible. So then when I become a Christian, when I gave my life to Christ, uh, I used to get like uh, with my friend, my friends and my brother, and we used to stay. And the church, the, the pastor will let us stay in the church. And and we, we used to stay in the church until 3 o'clock in the morning, reading our Bibles. Wow. We used to read our Bibles for five hours. Mm. And then it, it was four of us. So... Somebody will read a verse, and then we share what we think about. It. Well, what what do you think he says on in, in the verse? And, and we were learning and learning every single day. And then sometimes we pray. Sometimes we read the Bible. But it was like the, that, that, like uh, how you say, like the first love. Like you're like in love with God, and you just want to know more about Him. Mm-hmm. So we spend like so many hours and uh, read the Bible, then we go fishing. I <laughs> uh, yeah. go to work. <laughs> it depends, <laughs> but it was sometimes. Sometimes I would say I would sleep only one hour. Uh, one hour before I, before I go to work because we were reading our Bibles because we wanted no, we wanted more and more and more. We want to receive more from God because they was like, man, this is so good. They like when you like when you go to the buffet. Well, we don't go no more because I mean it's, there's some other clothes. <laughs> but when you go to the buffet and you're like, man, I want to try everything yeah I want to try this I want to try that I want I mean it's like man I wish I could eat a lot but then you start eating and all of a sudden five minutes later you're like mm, I don't want it no more no. <laughs> like oh man but you know what when, when, uh, like uh, and the difference when, with God is that the more you get the more you want that's that, great. And, and that's the problem with some with some people and some Christians now in these days that they, they don't want to have that commitment they don't even want to read their Bibles they don't want to spend time with God. So when they like, oh, uh, uh, open your Bible, um, oh, well, let's go read our Bibles, um, they take out the phone and, and start uh, looking to the Bible. They'll check in Facebook or something else. Yeah. Sorry, say that. But it is true. Mm. But when you get more from God, you want more from God.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. And the less you get from God, the less you're going to want from God. Yeah. So. When I become a Christian, I say, you know what, I want more, and I want more, and I want more. I remember I used to go with my pastor, and my pastor would teach me, and some other brothers would teach me, and tell me about the word of God. I used to hang around with my, with my good pastor, and he would tell me a lot of things and everything, and I was learning. And I remember I, was, I listened to the preaching, and then I go to the house and open my Bible, and say, okay, yeah, it's right here, it's right here. And open the Bible all the time, all the time, like, God, I want more from you. I want more and more and more. And then when you read the Gospels and the Bible, like, man, I want that. I want, I want that I want that power not to show up, but to keep people to see that it's real. That God is real. That he wants to have a relationship as a father with you. And I said, God, I want more and I want more and I want more. And then one day somebody asked me, hey, would you like to be a, a pastor one day? And I look at my pastor and I say, no. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you know, pastors, I mean, God bless them. God bless them so much because yeah. they work a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
2: see how my pastor had to work all the time and everything. And be in, used to be in the church, like fixing stuff and all the time. And he was always there with me. I was always there with him and, and some other brothers. And I said, no, I don't want to be a pastor. I mean, like, it's, a <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to be. But even though I wasn't a pastor, I was working always with my pastor. All, all the time, all the time. I remember they, we used to have uh, like uh, revivals and, we, you know, we had to build this big old tent to have uh, revivals outside. Um, and it had to be there. It was hard like these days. And we had to do that. But uh, but at the end of the day, you're like, man, God, I feel good. Because I'm doing something for you. I'm, I'm sharing the gospel with all the people. God, I know that that's what you call me for. And, and you know, sometimes you don't have to be a pastor or, or, or a preacher or something. God use you in, in a different different ways. But in the end, all the glory and all the honor and everything belongs to Him. Yeah. So from that day on, and like I say, I've been I've been a Christian for a long time. And I say, God, you know what? Some even though sometimes stuff happens, but I would never let my God. I would never walk away from my God. And, and, and yeah, I mean if God called me to the, to another ministry or something, hey. Let it be his will. And because what I do right now, I mean, I like it. That, I mean, some, some of you already know I'm going to, to Bible school. I'm going to Bible school and, and I say, God, after I finish my Bible school, which is one more year, God, I don't know your plans. Mm-hmm. But I know that, that, that my plans are in your hands. So whatever you want after that, God, hey, I'm here. Take me, send me, or do something, but I'm willing to do it. And that's something that I as, as Christians, we always have to keep in mind. That I you want to get closer to God, be careful. Because then he's going to ask you to do things that you might not going to like it. Mm. But in the end, they're going to be for your own good. So it's just like, I mean, I've mean, been I working in the ministry. I've been working with Donnie and all the hermanos. And I just enjoy. Enjoy to work for God and to be in a... In the house of God, and to do something for God, mm-hmm. and like Jesus said, like Jesus said, they say the all the honor and the glory is for my Father. So the same way we have to be, and everything that we do, give the honor and the glory to our Father in heaven.
0: That's um, wow, that's some really really great stuff that you, that both of you guys are talking about. Um, You know, getting called to ministry or getting called to preach, and you know, Donnie's case, usher um i wanted to know about do you guys remember the first time that you ever preached tell us about about that experience (laughs) (laughs) donnie said you go first
2: you You know what i mean that's uh i remember i was in the church already for a couple years and i was like i said i was reading my bible and i'll always listen to different preachers and uh and I was just learning all the whole time, learning, 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 because I knew that one day I would use the knowledge. So one day my pastor told me, and said, Abraham, are you ready to preach? And, and, at that, and, and at that moment, we have like around 230 people in the church. So I was like, okay, what day? And he's like, oh, on a Wednesday. So I'm like, oh, it's like 180. Okay, that's less than Sunday morning. But still it was more than 100 people. So when the pastor told me, I'm like, okay, so I went and get ready. I mean, for the whole week, I was fasting and I was praying. I was getting ready. So, like, God, give me the message. God, give me the message. Then when God gave me the message and I get all my notes and everything, and I was ready. When I when when I get to the church, it was like 180 people inside the church. And, I mean, I was, I think I was like 21. So I was nervous. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, God, but. So I start preaching, and, uh, and I give all my points, and I give all the message. Like, it was like a, like a study. And, and I give it like a, a, and, I, and I, I think I preached for like almost like 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like 35 minutes. And, and, and then and then in the end, I'm like, man, I hope I did good. Because, I mean, you don't know how you did I mean, since your first time. So I'm like, man, I hope I did good. So after I finished preaching, uh, my pastor's dad came to me, and I said, Is it Abraham? Say, I'm proud of you. I, I was like, oh, why? said, he said he the first time I preached. He said it was only eight people when I preached the first time. He said, and I only preached for five minutes because I was nervous. He Said you preached in front of one 180 people for 35 minutes and you were not nervous.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I said, yes, I was nervous, but I, in the inside, <laughs> I said, but yeah, no, nobody noticed that you were nervous. And, and when, we say, when we say that, I mean, he was in the ministry for 40 years. He was preaching for 40 years. So when somebody told you that, after you, you have done your first uh, preaching, I mean, I feel so good. I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you. And, say, and then he, he told me, he said, Abraham, he said, he said, a lot of people get nervous and, and, and they don't know how to, how to speak. They don't know what, what to say and everything. He said, he said, you have all your points. You give all your points. You say exactly what it has to be said. said and you did it for more than 30 minutes. And your first time in front of 180 people. He said, it's not a lot of people can do that. Said, because I did it in front of 10 people. He said, I did it for five minutes and I got nervous. Said, and I was already said, I was already old enough to, yeah. to go through that. And I say, I don't know. It has to be God's grace. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And for that moment, he said, "You know what? Keep on going because you're going in the you're going in the right direction." Mm-hmm. And, and so it was it was it was it was good. And, and so that's why now I can stand in front of a lot of people and I don't get nervous. I'm like, man, what is that? <laughs> so, so when people ask me, "Hey, you you nervous? Like, what is that?" I mean, I don't know. What's it, nervous? What's nervous? <laughs> That's something that exists, or you just made it up right now? Yeah. Because I mean, it, 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 but you know why I, I, I think that, that 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 happens, or why I can feel in front of people and uh, and I get nervous. When I was little, when I was little, me and my family we were in Mexico. Um, I, I haven't told a lot of people this, but uh, it will it will it will help to maybe to people that are watching us right now. That uh, when I was little, I was like five, six, seven years old. We were really poor. Mexico, I mean, sometimes we don't eat for days. Sometimes I would say for two days, three days, we don't eat nothing. Because it was, it was bad. I remember when I used to, when, I, when in Mexico when I live. it used to rain almost every single day. So just imagine, rain every single day. There's no streets, no stores, just a few houses. And then you have to survive without eating for a couple of days. So one thing that my dad used to do, is like, he would send me to, to some of his friends to ask for money. Hey, can I borrow some money? Go ask this person to borrow uh, some some money. Man, you know what? You, you get, like, uh, I mean, it's like, kind of a shame to go ask for money and go ask for something. Like, i <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then, I mean, you go with that. You get killing rocks and everything. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to. But then the more I, I do in it, the more I'm doing this kind of thing, that asking for money and being in front of people, like all my shame is start going away. It starts going away. So then he will send me and I'll okay, I go. And I like, hey, my dad said he can borrow so it's this much money. And I oh okay, whatever. But I'm like, man, why don't we get nervous no more? Why don't we him no more? What happened? So when I, became, when I came to the ministry, and I remember God, God, one day God told me, he said, I was preparing you mm. since you were little. The reason why you would do this and allow this to happen, because I was preparing you. I said, man, God, you like doing a different way? <laughs> but you're doing like a different way, not like this. But you know what? Now I say, like, thank you, God. Thank you because it was it was a rough time, it was a tough time, it was a bad time. But you know what? Now we're here. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the ministry. Now everything has changed. And like I say, I'm not ashamed. The Bible says do not be ashamed of the gospel. And there's something that God takes away. You know what? I will take away your shame. I will take it away. And it's like it was now that I think about it, it's funny and I laugh and like but back in those days, man, I don't want to go like man. And, 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 and the thing is, I have more brothers. I have more brothers. I come a, from, I would say, a big family. So I have a few more brothers. They were older than me. And I was like, why you don't send them? Why you don't tell them to go? Why you always have to send the little one? Because <laughs> so I was the little, the little one. Like, Why you have to send me? Why you don't send my brother, my other brother? But guess what? Now in this day, I am the only one that preaches. I mm-hmm. I, I'm the only one that sings sometimes. I'm the only one. My brothers, they're not in the ministry. Some of them, they go to church, but they're not in the ministry. And I would say, God, <laughs> you really know what you do. You know yep. what you do all the time. And I would say, God, thank you. Thank you because that was that was a, a test for me. And, and I passed it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Donnie, go ahead. Talk
2: about your uh,
0: your... F- what you remember about your first time preaching the word of God?
1: I was very nervous. I, ah. was, I was very nervous. I, I can't, I can't, I can't even, even explain my shaking body wow. and bones <laughs> and muscles. Yes. I mean, my, my entire body was sweating. Watch this. My pastor asked me if I can bring the word for uh, back in the day's uh, Friday night service. Friday night service and Friday night service. It was for the ministers, you know, women's, men's, youth, and you know, uh, and then it was it will be the men's the men's uh, service. And I'm like, okay, then. and I have one month to get ready and prepare, you know, and for that month, I was blocking my mind. <laughs> wow. I can even. Read the Bible. I, I mean, I can read it, but I can understand it. You know, it was my first year in, in Bible school. It was my first year in Bible school. And I remember And I remember the, the day, it was March 28, 2014. And it was crazy, you know, because that month was very crazy for me. Very weird month, you know, because it will be my first experience in front of the people, you know, preaching the word of god is a commitment it's it's, it's 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 not that kind of lively stuff that you can talk and speak with people you know because you you are speaking the word of god you are speaking uh god's thoughts you know you are speaking uh salvation you know you are speaking transition you are speaking i mean and and i and i and I prayed to the Lord. I picked the story, you know, that the Lord gave me to to talk about it, and and that they come, that they come, and and I was very confident. You know, I had confidence in me, but the same way I was very nervous, you know, and and I and I pray. So when I get in the pulpit and the platform, and I and I see my message right here, I can I can even read it. I don't know if you if you feel that way before, but I can I can even, you know, I have my my my, my team, I have my verse, I have my 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 greetings, you know, I have I have my my develop, I have I have everything, my conclusion, my application, I have everything that I that I have to do right there as I'm learning, and I'm like, okay, what is my first point? <laughs> you know, after I read, it, what is what is my first point? And the Lord just give me that message, boom, to my mind. And I'm start to speak, and I'm starting to speak, and I'm start to speak, and I'm start to speak, and I'm start to speak. And guess what? I never go back to see my outline. I never go back to see my outline. And this is one of the, one of the things that, that the Lord gave me in my calling. I prepare my message. I prepare my point. I prepare everything. And, and I read it and study, you know, and get information from the Bible, from books, stories, you know, applications and everything. But once I get there, uh, I mean, I think it's just my family knows knows this, you know. But um, I don't I don't even see my outline again. It's just the first time. Okay, I check for the for the last time when I get in the pulpit and start talking. And I start talking, and then the war starts flow, mm. you know. And then the Holy Spirit come, and then the people start receiving. Why? Because we receive first. This is the point. Before you go and talk, before you go and preach, you need to receive first to go in. And, and that, that was the that was my first time. That was my uh, funny. I, I I would like to say because it was it was a very weird month, yeah. March. You know, and, and it was crazy for me. But yeah. in the end, as Abraham said, all the honor and glory for the God.
0: Yeah. Those are uh, two really, really, really interesting stories to hear. Obviously, I've, I've heard you guys preach, I've seen you guys, you know, on stage doing that. And, uh, you know, it's always so smooth. I love the way you guys do it. Obviously, it comes with experience. Being called by God. Uh, one of the things I actually wanted to ask uh, you, and this will kind of go over to Abraham, is uh, how originally tell us the story of you kind of getting into the being the men's director. You know, that's that's a a real big position. And uh, tell us how 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 it was to get you know get up there. Well, yeah. what was that like?
1: Well, it was a uh, it was a. Uh a transition season
0: mm-hmm.
1: for church, you know, for the church was suffering a, a transition. I was working as a secretary treasurer for the men's. I was asked on, on that same year to work with the men's. And like I say before, um, I don't even know what the men's ministry is doing or means, you know, for a church. And uh, I learned all of that. You know, um, I sit with the people. I sit with my pastors, uh, and they uh, lead me to to know to to do my stuff. You know, as a secretary treasurer. Um, but in that time, it was a it was a difficult and hard time for the other people that wasn't with me leading, and they had to go out. You know, they had to they, they leave the they leave uh, the positions that they have. And guess what? Who is on the line? So I get as a men's director because the other people who was in front of me uh, left the ministry for personal reasons, Mm -hmm. you know. And my pastor asking me, and and she say, uh, Brother Donnie, you know, very kind and sweet. Mm -hmm. She said this. um, They resign, you know, because personal stuff, and you are in the line to get it. But there is two people, you know, because I was the secretary director. So there is the mens director, the assistant director, and then me. And, the, and she said, "No, the boat quick." And, and I'm like, "Okay." So and I and, and I am the line, and I'm like, "Let me think about it." You don't have to think <laughs> about anything. You are in the line. You are. You have to be there. But I don't know how. How can I talk to the mens? you know uh, well, i don't know the i don't know the the duties mm-hmm. for the men's director you know and she say no i'm going to sit with you i'm going to show you the way i'm going to i going to do this i'm going to do that and and then after that i feel in my heart because i'm already had the call from god but i feel in my heart to get re- to to get prepared, you know and uh, I went to Bible school and, and learned more about the Bible because in ministry here in our the church, there is people who has more years than me, you know, doing church. So what can I teach these people? How can I teach these people? How can I talk with these people? How can I how get close with these people? Because uh, back in the day, I was, I was young. You know, I'm still. Thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. still young. You guys look great, by the way. I just want to. I just want to say you guys look thank very, you. very good.
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh, I was young and uh, and uh, you know I get ready, and I learned this: when opportunities come and you see it, it's too late to get ready. Mm. You know. You need to, you need to, you need to prepare for. So when the opportunity comes, you don't, you don't, you don't say, "Oh man, I'm not ready," you know. You don't, you don't have any excuse to do that. That's why Abraham is is, is getting ready in Bible school, because he never knew when the opportunity comes, and when the opportunity comes, the Lord will will say, "You know what? That's why I prepare." the way all these three years because people people think a study or go bible school is wasting time it's investing time yeah you know and and i say, you know what i feel in my heart that i need to get ready for it. i don't know what god is going to do in my life but i have i received this call and i accept him and i accept the commitment you know so when the opportunity comes, I have to be ready, because when when you get any opportunity in your life, you need to be prepared, because it's too late to get ready. Mm. So, um, and I'm start develop, you know, and I'm start learning. I'm still learning, but I'm start develop, and I'm and I'm and I find and I find this. I find out this that leadership is my passion. It's one of my passions. I have many others, but leadership is top three and mm. my passion to do in life. So, and eight years later, I'm talking about seven or eight years later, I'm still doing the men's director for mm. Temple Emmanuel. And, and God gave us the victories. Mm-hmm. And he brought us glory to glory to glory to glory, you know, reaching the men's. Preaching them, teaching them, you know, getting close and everything and and I have a lot of testimony that I can give you, but I know that we have several time here, so um when what can I say or what can I leave you is that when God called you, you need to get ready,
3: mm.
1: sorry, you need to get prepared when the opportunity comes, you are ready for so Abraham.
0: What, the the question I wanted to ask Abraham is, uh, I wanted I wanted to know like uh, was it Donnie the one who 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 asked you know do you want to be the this or was it you know something that you came up to him with how did it go down you know whenever you became
1: I was asked for before someone else asked him to be. Uh, uh, with me as a leader so i was I, uh, my pastor asked me about it who wants and i'll say okay so
0: ah interesting
2: <laughs> yeah so
0: what's your experience like whenever they're whenever they're like hey there's this guy named abraham and he's a yeah he's a
2: well, good contender. i see waiting for the paycheck they promised me <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> That's hilarious. I still waiting for my salary.
2: I Haven't received it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, but still praying. <laughs> no, I guess when 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 Danny asked me, they asked me, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind
3: like,
2: man's mm, ministry really? Uh, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, since I've been a Christian, I've been working with the, in the youth ministry. I used to be a youth pastor. I used to work in the with a team at uh, a pressure worship ministry. I used to work on, the, I used to preach like just like regular service. I used to be a Sunday school teacher, too. And, I mean, different areas, different scenarios. But never work in the ministry. That was my first time. So when he asked me, I said, I don't know. Let me eat about it. I mean, let me pray about it. <laughs> no. Let me, you know, you know, let me consult with my, 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 head, my, my pillow. Like, no, let me consult. With, like, I'm eating and thinking about it. Yeah. No, I'm just like, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember because, I mean, it's been like, like two years, right? Three years. About two years. But uh, I said, okay, let's do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, I like, to, I like to work in the ministry. I like, to, I like to do something. I mean, God don't bring me just to, to be a lazy person. I mean, ah. it's not something that you have to, you have to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said in the beginning, in, in the beginning of this, hey, Jesus said, I don't come to be served. I came to serve you, yeah. to serve others. And, and when you're in the ministry, you're serving all the people. You're working for somebody else. You're showing somebody else or anybody else, you're showing that, uh, that you care about them. That's why you're trying to get them together. you try for, you try to get them together to pray, to, to have a, a fellowship and everything. When you work, when you uh, you show them that you care about them. So when he asked me, uh, then I say, "Yeah, let's do it." And I, I mean, it's, it's been good. I mean, even though in this year it's been kind of kind of hard because of all this this going on, but the, the last two years, I mean, I mean we we have a good experience. Now it's going to be a year since we have a last revival, the um, night one, right? Night one revival. One nine. One 1-9 revival. Sorry, I messed it up. <laughs> Nine one, <laughs> anyway, a little switch. It's a little switch, yeah. right there. But it's it's gonna be one year already, mm-hmm. and, and, and say, man, this this one's going on right now. It's like it's like trying to kind of like trying to stop, uh, our work for God. But uh, I mean, the only thing that, that what I can say is like we have to keep on going. Mm-hmm. We're never gonna stop. No matter what, we're not gonna stop. And, 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 and besides, because it's been, it's, it's been good. I mean, there were some times that uh, I wanted to quit, but then I pray and God told me not to. <laughs> so I have to listen to him, you know. You have to listen yeah. to your father all the time. So uh, God, i, don't, I don't, like, God, I don't want, I don't. Okay,
0: okay.
2: Like, God, they, don't, they won't know what you said. We'll keep it, we'll keep it. As I, as well. I was praying, like, God, I don't want to do it no more. And I mean, I, I, I could tell, like, he was just looking at me like, excuse me. Okay, God, yes, I keep on going, yes, I always do, God, yes. don't worry, just, just pretend that I didn't say nothing. <laughs> you know what, I didn't say nothing, look, my, mm-hmm. my, my lips are chill, don't, I didn't say nothing. So I said, okay, God, let's do it, let's keep on going. And, mm-hmm. to, and, and, and I remember he told me, that because right now, you're being prepared. Mm-hmm. I mean, God prepares you your whole life. I mean, that's the, that's the beautiful thing about God, that he, that he prepares you from one time to one time to do something. And then he prepares you from there to there to do something else. Mm-hmm. And then he said at the beginning, he takes us from glory to glory. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how can I take you to that level if you haven't passed this level yet? Yeah. Mm. And it's, like, it's not a video game, okay? It's like this is real life. Yeah. This, is, this is God telling you, hey, in order for me to take you in a higher place, you have to go to this first. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so I say, okay, God, I know this is just, this is just for momentary. This is just for now. He said, I don't know your plans. I mean, if your plans is for me to be to be with the men's ministry for a couple of more years, for more years, God, let it be your will. Let it be whatever you want. But then the the end of the year is coming when I finish my, 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 my Bible school and everything and I say, God, I don't know what plans you have for me. So pray about it. <laughs> pray about it. But for now, for now I say, God, if you want me to stay here, I stay here. Mm. You want me to be here, God? I will be here. You want me to work here, God? Help me. Teach me. Show me. And after all that, hey God, let it be. Your, let it be your will. Whatever you want. And it's been good. It's been good. We had some good times. Uh, I haven't get mad at him. He haven't get mad at me. So, <laughs> so it's it's been good. So that's <laughs> good. good. It's been good. It's, it's, it's,
0: good. A, it's a it's a good team. Uh, that, like
2: that. When you work together and, you know, you always have fun and laugh and everything, you know you're, you're working with a, with a good group, yeah? And the cooking, sometimes we, sometimes we have to cook. I remember one day, we have, a I think it's Mother's day Mother's day. Mother's day. Mother's day. And we said, man, let's come early. We're going to be cooking for you, whatever, whatever. So Danny asked me, hey, can you cook? I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, it's like, <laughs> not simple. I like to cook, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was cooking, and I was getting ready for Man, all the hermanas are gonna come. Thanks God. Thanks God. I give thanks to God. There was only like two hermanas that came that day. <laughs> I don't have to cook too much. <laughs> I mean, I was ready and everything. I have everything ready. And then all of a sudden, I see only two hermanas came. I'm like, God, I'm not disappointed. Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't have to work so much. I don't have to be cooking all morning. Because mm-hmm. I mean it's hard. I mean, Hermanas, God bless you for all the cooking you do for you for your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's hard work, man. Shout
0: out, shout out to all the Hermanas. Yeah, moms that's them,
2: hard man. work, man. And, and now, now that the I, when I was cooking, like, man, now I know what my mom has to go every single day to feed me. <laughs> I go, man, mom. And so I had to call my mom yes. and say, "Mom, Happy Mother's Day, and thank you, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank all the hard you. work." All the time, Absolutely. every single day. They go, man, I only do it for one day, and I'm already tired. This is frustrating. But she did it for <laughs> the whole my whole life, mm-hmm. and never, she never complained. Like man, hermanas, God bless you. Yes. Anybody and any hermanas watching us, God bless you for all you done, you done for us. I mean, it's and since then, I mean, I mean, thanks God, we're here, and Great. whatever His plans are. Yeah. The future is
0: in God's. Amen yeah. to that. That's Amen. one thing that that, mm-hmm. that I'm getting. You know, um, one thing that I feel like I'm obligated to ask both of you guys. I, 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 <laughs> I, um, I wanted I wanted to hear uh, from Donnie about this. Um, obviously, um, I think it was like last year we had one nine the, mm-hmm. the one nine, uh, you know, thing over there and. I wanted to hear about—was um, it a stressful thing, you know, to kind of set up, you know, obviously to have it over there, or, or, you know, obviously, you know, you you liked it, you know, were you were you happy about how it turned out? And uh, I just want to hear, you know, some 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 stories about the whole one nine convention and everything.
1: Okay, then. so don't be mad at me, okay? No, just kidding. <laughs> No well um sometimes you win mm-hmm. sometimes you learn, you know and um, yeah is um i, I have a, I have the dream mm-hmm. and I have the plan, so what I learn is to be or be surrounded by people who will help you to get your dream uh, come to real. Wow, yeah. You know, because some of the time you are surrounded by people who doesn't believe in your dreams mm. or doesn't believe in what God is, is giving to you. And sometimes, and this is very hard to say it, sometimes you can even tell to your family about it because this is a war for you not for someone else, you know. And yeah, the process was very stressful because some of the times uh, we had the meetings, you know, with the teams. And, and one of the biggest supporters that we have out of the ministry, out of the men's ministry that we have, it was Pastor Gabriel. Pastor Gabriel was behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Pastor Gabriel was behind the scenes uh, doing um, the media, mm-hmm. you know. Doing the videos, you know, um, design the website that we have. I mean, this this was beginning as a small dream. You know, one day I, one day I would like, to. Mm-hmm. one day I would like to have this. One day I would like to have uh, or be a founder or be a or be a, a creator of of a big event
3: mm-hmm. conference.
1: You know. And I'm gonna start talking with Gabriel, I'm gonna start talking with my team. I'm gonna start talking with my family. I'm gonna start talking with Pastor Mary. I'm gonna start talking with with you know, surrounding people around me. And and I and I tell the Gabe, Gabe, won't it be nice to have a website? Would you know the process to have a website? And he said, Yes, Donnie. By the next day we had the website. Wow. <laughs> mm. You know, of course we have the money for. Yeah. Because you need to have money to to create an event. Yeah. You know, the, the resource that, that we need, you know, for everything, for everything. The money is, you, you need the money for everything, mm-hmm. you know. So, oh, Gary, don't be nice to have a shirt? Oh, yeah, don't it so? Mean? Look, you just look right here and boom, by the next week we had the shirt, mm. you know. But one thing of this, that God gave me that sign that we had the one night. You know, I was, I was. I was praying to the Lord about it. I was, you know, I mean, I was in tears, you know, but not tears for suffering, tears of joys,
3: mm-hmm. asking
1: God for something more, you know. And, and yeah, he gave me the sign. He gave me, uh, but uh, it's very stressful because some of the times um, you don't get the, the response for the people. Because you prepare, and because you, you invest, I don't want to say that the word waste, yeah. we invest.
0: You invest yeah.
1: you know, for the people to come, you know um, When you prepare a family party, you expect people to come, right? Mm-hmm. And you get ready with food and you get ready with drinks and you get ready with all that, the stuff that, that you need. So this is what we do. We are preparing a party for the people to celebrate Jesus, you know. And uh, we don't have the response that we. I was I was believing for 150 people because we sent invitations for more than 75 churches all around the Houston area, all around the Texas area, even in the Bali, even in and. And uh, love book, giving, and all that kind of uh, electronic invitation, text, call, you know. In the end, people don't come. And it, it's okay. And we invest more than, I think more than $3,000. Wow. More than $3,000 because I was asking Pastor Gabriel how much we need to, you know, fill the... The keynote speaker, you know, feel all all that kind of stuff, and he said uh, three thousand dollars. Okay, okay. we're gonna work for, it. Mm-hmm. you know, and and we push, and and I have to put money from my own pocket. Yeah, this is this is that's where I was saying sometimes you win and sometimes you learn,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and and yeah, the process was very stressful, and and kind of way because in the flesh. It was a stressful. But in the spirit it was joy. Because because I getting I get in the dreams from God to me from the people. And this is one of my and this is one of my I don't wanna say quote, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this is one of my with my with my thoughts that I have. What God has done in me can do it in you through me. Mm. So this is my purpose in life. to people to people has what I have. to people feel how I feel, to people dream how I dream, to people get what I get from God, to people be restored, to people be you know and, and yeah, when I conference one the main event from the year from us, of the year from us, and that is coming October, this, this coming, uh, uh, October. 2020 and i don't know if you allow me to say that but i have a big announcement
0: go ahead right now go ahead,
1: go ahead. <laughs> for the people i was talking with uh in a meeting with pastor mary through the phone this past week and we are talking about the ministry and stuff and all of that and and thanks to the lord she asked about and what about one night <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm glad you asking about one <laughs> you know and yeah, we set up the date we wow. set up the date so um this is the first the first thing oh may, many people don't know about it, so you had the you have the you have the right to to know this and and for the people and the audience and uh whoever' gonna uh, see the show later mm-hmm. and YouTube. And Facebook or wherever we are now. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, we have the dates for October the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It will be three days event. Yeah, and we are going to have um, in-person people to come because we're expecting to have 70 events mm-hmm. you know, during the three days. And also we are going to uh, streaming Facebook and mm-hmm. and. And YouTube, yeah. So yeah, October the first, second, and third will be one night conference. You know, and I'm excited about it. One thing, will be free.
0: It will be free.
1: It will be free. You know what? Why? Because this is the time to give, not to ask. Wow. This is a time to give, not to ask. Ask the people to give us something. So we are offering this conference to the lord you know and for the people to come free
0: mm. am i invited you are thank you <laughs> thank you and those of you at home you you're invited and you are invited too <laughs> that's great i'm uh, i'm glad that you have a platform to, to finally to give those uh, announcement away i'm honored truly um and you know i i really do believe in, in your dream thank you i uh, I was really, really, you know, I was when when we first were talking about this interview, you know, talking about guests and stuff. I was like, Donnie comes on here. That's that's the thing, you know. I want to talk about because that's a that's a big thing, you know, that yeah. that you know, you're gonna have, yeah. you know, in the future. And I believe in you, you know? thank you. And like you say, it, it's you. A, it's a dream. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go ahead. I wanna I wanna hear, uh, you know, a little bit about the what you what you you know believe, what you think about the 1-9 conference, your experiences with
2: it? Well, uh, first of all, I learned a lot during those days. Mm-hmm. I'm always learning. I mean, I talked to the pastor who came and preached. I mean, he's a good, good man. I mean, we talked for a lot. We went out to eat. <laughs> oh, man, we have a good time. We have a That's really hilarious. good uh, time. everyone with us. I mean, we, we have a really, really good time. I mean, we, we, he said something something so important. When you hang around with people, God's people, they're going to lift you up. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when you hang around with people yeah. that don't fear God, they're going to take you down. Yeah. So whoever is surrounding you, either they're going to protect you or they're going to just let you die by yourself. So I would say to these people, that, that, that to the other people that are watching right now, hey, check who, who you're hanging around with. Ooh, check, check who you're hanging
0: who, around check, with right
2: now. <laughs> check who you're hanging around with. Because yeah. either that person is going to take you high or it's going to take you down.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, wh- wh- so this experience, I mean, we're, we're, we're men of God. We praise God and everything. And then we, we hang around with the pastors and everything. Believe me. uh this is the kind of people that we have to hang around, especially in these times. Yep. In these difficult times, you have, you have to hang around with Christian people, with people that's gonna help you. Sometimes, yeah, we have some friends that are not Christians, but if those kind of friends are taking you away from God, uh oh, mm. something is wrong there. God said, hey, win them, not let them win you. Make them come to church, not they take you away from church. In other words, go for them to come to Christ, not for you to go away from Christ because because of them. Yeah. So when when this experience about uh, one night, right? Okay, I said it right. It's, <laughs> it's just that <laughs> <one night. Yes. laughs> it, 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 it was good. I mean, like I said, a lot, I learned a lot. I mean, the pastor, it was good. The good preaching, the good message, and everything. And and, and this uh, that's the kind of things that. That you know that when you hang around with with the right person, with the right the the, the right people, like you say, your dreams are going to come true. Mm. Your expectations are going to come true. You know, Jesus. Every time Jesus sent the disciples, he always sent by two, two of them. He never sent somebody alone. Always two. I said because if you you fall down, he's going to pick you up, or vice versa. When the Apostle Paul used to go to preach, he always takes somebody with him. When uh, we see Moses, he took his brother Aaron Mm -hmm. to go with him. Always, all the time. Hanging around, like be surrounding with those people that love God. If you love God, you have to be surrounded with people that love God. And and like I I said a while ago, I mean, if your friends, if the people that's hanging around with you, or you hang around with them, I'm taking you away from God, uh uh-oh, think about that. Think about that. Because no matter how how many times or how how much time you spend with God, if that's your priority, that thing is going to take you away from God. Mm -hmm. So what we learned from this experience and and, and one night is that uh, when you get surrounded with those people, a strong men of God, women of God, children of God, hey, you get something good out of that. Mm -hmm. You get something amazing out of that. So my parents, I like it. I really like it. I enjoy it. So when Donnie told me today there's going to be a year already, I like, wow, time goes fast. <laughs> it goes fast. So the time goes fast, I mean, too fast sometimes. And I said, yeah, I mean, if, if we're going to have it, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready to start working. I'm ready to work for, for God. I'm ready to go work on the ministry. And I'm ready. I'm ready to be surrounded with men and women of God that like to praise God. That's something that I like, man. I like I like to hang around with people that, that, that they like to praise God. Those people that don't like to praise God, i just try to stay away from them.
3: Yep.
2: If they don't want to, I mean, I can ask him. I can show them, but they don't want to. Okay. The Bible says, "Hey, dust yourself and walk away." Yep. I mean, it's hard to say, it, but sometimes we have to do it. Yeah. Sometimes we have to do it in order to in order to, in order to. To win something, we had to let go of something else. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Sometimes it's painful, but uh, that's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. So yeah, so it was it was a good experience, and I'm waiting for the next one. That's great. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm not say I'm gonna waste it and down. No, no. I just <laughs> I work on it. <laughs> I wanna work on it. Yep. And then I mean, it's gonna be free. Well, it was free for me last time. Yeah. What wow. <laughs> It was free because I, I work up for, for everything, so it was free. It's part of the team, yeah. so I had to be free. You got that team discount? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a dis- hundred uh, percent discount. <laughs> is good. So now that it's going to be free, I mean, it's, don't don't come just because it's free. Come because you want to experience the power of God in mm-hmm.
0: your life. Yep, that's that's absolutely. Uh, you know, Christians flourish from Christians. You know, it's all about the people who surround you. Whether you—that's your level of you know spirituality, right. the people that are going to be around you. Uh, speaking of people, uh, you know we've been talking kind of for you know, a decent amount of time, and uh, the people have questions. <laughs> <That's it? laughs> Donnie, Donnie said, "Uh oh." <laughs> so we run out of time. <laughs> no, we have a limited time. Uh, we have time for these questions. Uh-oh. These are questions from the viewers at home. For these two people, you know, obviously it's not the it's not the easiest way. You know, people can't always just come up to you and ask you these questions. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's why I have these interviews so people can, you know, submit questions and and, and uh, hear what you have to say. This first one um, uh, is very interesting for all the Hispanics at home. Let me uh want to hear from both of you. Uh, red salsa or green salsa?
2: Mm, <laughs> Being a Mexican is kind of hard. Yeah. Gotcha. Because you like both kind of salsas, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, food is good sometimes, like different kind of food. But like, if you're going to eat Mexican food, you has to have salsa. But I would say red. Red salsa. Red salsa. Yeah. Any. Any reason? Well, reason why is because uh, years ago when I was in Mexico, I had a bad experience with green salsa. <laughs> it was really bad. I, I remember I was uh, I was to the, I was to, I to city. I went to a <laughs> city. My, my dad sent me to buy something at the, uh, at the city. And, and you know, I mean, you know, you go to Mexico and they have a I mean, like like little, yeah. little little places with tacos, man, and they're so good. So when I was there, I got hungry. And like, I stopped at a little little, little place right there. And I said, hey, give me, me two tacos. And you know, Well, I said in Spanish, right? Yeah. But, yeah, no. but said, let me have some tacos and everything. So then I see the salsa. And it was green salsa. And I tried it. No, it, was, it was pretty good. It wasn't spicy. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect. I like salsa, but I don't like it too spicy. Gotcha. It, got, it hurts my stomach. But uh, apple salsa, it, it would have a, a really good flavor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, it was good. But the next day, I went again. But this time, I went to another little place. And I see the salsa. And i like, man, if this salsa is going to be like the last one, it's going to be perfect. So I get the salsa and I put it in my tacos. Man, that thing was so spicy. Like you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea how much, like like, like they say, like how hot it was. It was like really, really spicy. Man, I bought the taco. Man, that thing got all my drug right here. It cannot go down. Oh, my God. I was dying. I was like, I can't breathe. I'm like, somebody. I can't even speak. So finally I said, give me something to drink. And I get like, they give me, they give me a coke and, and I drink it like, oh, my God. Oh, man, so from that day on, every time I see green salsa, I was, okay, let me, let, me, let me try a little bit. Let me taste it first before I, before I make the same mistake that's the reason why.
0: <laughs> so, from then on, it was just red yeah, salsa. red salsa, man. <laughs> Donnie, do you have uh, anything to say about green versus red
1: salsa? Well, um, I don't have, um but I'm, I'm from El Salvador.
0: Shout out to El Salvador.
1: I'm from El Salvador. And Salvadorian people ate pupusas. Mm. And, you know, the cabbage and, and the red sauce, uh-huh. you know. And, and that is no spicy. Well, that is kind of spicy, but not that much spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have this experience, weird experience and rare experience and very uh, unforgettable experience about the, the green sauces. So I prefer asking, uh, answer your question, I prefer red.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: because the green, I have bad experience too. Wow. I went to this uh, taqueria with my wife, and I can identify um, the green sauces, mm-hmm. and I and I thought there was guacamole sauce. Oh, you know? Yeah. And I put a lot because the texture and the smell—it wasn't spicy. The smell—it wasn't spicy because some spicy when you smell it, you just yeah. oh.
0: But it didn't smell spicy.
1: N- nothing. So, and and we were there with my wife, and I just, pfft, 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 pfft. I, I thought it was guacamole sauce, you know, like, and I got my torta here, you know, like fajitas, you know, full, all the way, you know, mm-hmm. and I got it here, and I buy it, and when I, buy, oh, <laughs> I can even speak, you know, and I turn it to my wife, la soda, <laughs> you know. Pass me the soda, pass me the soda. Why? Because I can't, I I thought it was guacamole. No, sweetie, there's the grease And I'm like, okay. I go for red (laughs) from that day.
0: And then it's just been red salsa. salsa. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Next question is also pertaining towards food, Hmm. comida. (laughs) Hey, Abraham, my favorite subject.
2: After
0: After the Bible, it's food. After church, where do you go? You go out to eat. It's It's been that since the Bible. Since the Bible, they, they did that. Uh, yep. This next question is, a, is I feel like it's going to be a, kind of a debate because uh, both of these sides are um, very, very, uh, it, it's a tough fight. Uh, corn versus flour. Mm. Uh. Corn. Corn. Just like that. You're just gonna say that's it? Just corn. Corn? just corn? Got you. Got you. Abraham, corn or flour?
2: Well, it has to be corn, but I prefer flour.
0: <laughs> what?
2: I prefer flour.
0: <laughs> I mean, he said, "Well, I have to choose corn, but no. I, but I prefer flour."
2: No, there, there ain't <laughs> I thought it was my stomach, it has to be corn, you know, because flour, I mean, oh, cool. you can't wear yeah, anything. So, but I, I prefer, I mean, I would, I mean, it would be better to get corn, but I, I have to choose one that has to be flour. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything tastes better with flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go wrong with that. I mean, you can taste anything with flour tortillas. And, and, and you know what? My, my, my dad will always used to tell something to my mom, let's say, if there's corn, I mean, make sure they're hot. If they're flour, I don't care they're cold. <laughs> ah, got you. I mean, I mean uh, flour, I mean, even though they're cold, I mean, they taste good. But corn, if they're cold, they don't taste good. Mm. They have to be warm.
0: All right. Uh, Donnie, you look like you, you want to argue. Is there anything you want to say against that? <laughs> Corn it's, versus flour
1: tortillas. Well, flour tortillas—they are good though. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm, you have I'm nothing it. against. Yeah, them. no, no. Yeah, I I, gotcha. They are good though. But if you ask me, and I was in a restaurant or get a taco, it depends on the food uh-huh. that the taco will will be. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes some food goes with flour tortillas, and some food go with uh, corn tortillas. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends the occasion that, where I have But mm-hmm. For me, corn. corn gotcha.
0: <laughs> All right, well, uh, that ends that debate. <laughs> if you have uh, any other questions about that topic, you can go ahead and get to them personally. We're, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next question. Uh, this next question is another question that I feel like is going to spark a debate. Uh, I feel like people are going to argue. But hopefully we have the same consensus on everything. Uh, This next question by this anonymous person asked. uh, Two people here who are fans of of soccer slash football. Who is the best soccer player? How about what? How about against who? Okay. um, Let's do, you can give two answers. One, all time. And then the other one right now. Okay,
1: there is there is um, one one player, former player, that never. Oh, I think you guys never hear about him. For me, and he's from my country, mm-hmm. El Salvador, and his name is um, Jorge González. He is. For me, the best from all the times, and I have, and I have, and I have a support here. Uh, everyone's here knows uh, Diego Armando Maradona, right? Yes. Okay, so we are talking soccer language right now, right?
0: Mm-hmm. With him. Yes, Maradona.
1: So, back in the days, they asked him about if he if he was the best soccer player on that time, and he said. mm-mm. There is someone else who is better than me playing in this little, uh, small team in Spain. Their name, uh, his name is uh, Jorge Magico González. Diego Armando Maradona said that back in the day. So, for me. Yeah. um,
0: You got support there.
1: And for the present times, it's kind of hard to say it. Because we we know and we we know about Messi, we know about Cristiano Ronaldo, and we know about other kind of type of player that we have. But there's nobody else, <laughs> there's nobody else Abraham says. But um, they 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 both are great players. Yeah, who's better? <sighs> <laughs> I am in trouble now. Well. I, I give my, my right to Lionel Messi.
0: <laughs> same same with me, same with me. I think Messi is a better player. What, what about you, Abraham? What do you think? Best all time and best right now?
2: Well, best all time, I mean, uh, I would say for me it was Pelé. Yeah. It was oh, Messi. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. th- everybody everybody knows him. Everybody. Yeah. Th- I mean, even though the one he said, it, I see the videos of him or he used to play. I mean, he was good. He yeah. was really good. But like for me, Pelé. I guess uh, his his present, the yeah. way he play, the way he he uh, he makes the game. Yeah. I mean it was it was it was amazing uh, to mm. to see him play. But uh, I would say like for for me it was him. For mm. me it was him all the way. And uh, and I was but I have one favorite from Mexico, which is uh, Hugo Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I mean he he used to he used to play in uh, in Real Madrid. Uh, when Cristiano Ronaldo used to play, I mean, he, you see, you know what Chilena is. I mean, he used to make Chilenas almost single, <laughs> almost every single game. Uh, and we'll see, even even Cristiano Ronaldo, when he came to to play with uh, Real Madrid, he said, "I want to be like Hugo Sanchez." Uh, <laughs> so the same the same thing when, when this uh, the Armando Maradona said, "I want to be," like, he's better than me. Cristiano Ronaldo said, "I want to be like." Like Hugo Sanchez, because he used to make goals every time. Every, almost every game, he would make a goal. And it was goals that it was like sometimes impossible goals. And, so, so I would say, and he was like, a, I would say like a, his fan.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But like for me, like for me, there's no doubt about it. I mean, even though, even though in his last game, I saw they lost like 8-2. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch because uh, I, I see him, like, frustrated and everything. Like, like, uh, like, he said, like, he was not able to do anything. Like, for me, I would say Messi. Mm-hmm. Messi you. now in these, these days, he's just, like, so much too talented. And, and, and I see the, the because Cristiano Ronaldo, he has his way. But you compare one by one, Messi is much better. Got he's you. a better player. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, just say the names of the team that you guys support uh, right now.
2: Águilas del América. Me- from Mexico. Oh. oh, any country?
0: Just say the team that you support fully.
2: Uh, Barcelona.
1: Barcelona. Yeah. Aren't you a fan of? Uh, uh, I, I I was fan from my younger age from Barcelona. Gotcha. I like I like that team a lot and the That's city. Great.
0: That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hopefully you made some people happier, some people mad, but. Uh, we're going to go ahead and try to get through these. It's been a very long time, so just give your quick-fire answers for these next couple ones. Uh, what does ministry mean to you?
1: Commitment. It means everything.
3: Wow.
2: There that is, that is nothing that nothing can go like before or between ministry and, uh, and like me and God. Yeah. I mean, it is something something that would come like between me and God, I have to just throw it away.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Because, I mean, ministry, I mean, in the end, in the end, you're going to give a, you're going to tell God, you're going to show God what you did with the ministry that he put in your hands. Mm-hmm. So ministry has to be like the most important. Yeah, you have family, you have members, everything. But Jesus said, if you love your wife, you love you more than me, you're not worthy of me. That's true. So you have, to be, you have to be the balance. But when you make that balance, you have to make sure that God is above everything. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's ministry. Ministry is like the most important. And I would not like to lose my ministry for nobody and for nothing. Wow, that's
0: yeah. great. Commitment, a big theme in this, uh, this interview. Next question is, what is the
2: best part of being a men's ministry leader? That you can share with all the people what God has done to it for you. Mm. That you can you can tell the people that, that God is faithful and that God is true and that and the God is life mm-hmm. and the God is working in your life and the God is is the most important person in you in your life and that's something that you like to do to show that to to the other men that uh that we can do it. Yeah, Donnie?
1: uh One of the things. Uh, for me is be able to teach mm-hmm. and be able to learn, wow. because um, as a leader I had to be teachable,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and as a leader I had to have people who love to be teaching mm-hmm. and who love to be learning. That's why we are trying to um, set up a new season and the men's ministry here in church because. I will love to have people taking notes, mm-hmm. and when you're taking notes, you are able to receive and able to to learn, you know. And when you are teaching, and you and you see people taking notes, oh, they are learning something, or they are getting something mm-hmm. from you. This is this is one of the things.
0: Um, next question is a, a important question, especially through the times that we're going through right now. Um, how can I stay strong spiritually?
1: This is, this is a tough one. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, quickly. I think, uh, what's, the, what's the question again?
0: How can <laughs> I stay strong spiritually?
1: Uh, Abraham mentioned before, uh, stay close to the Lord. Mm. Reading your Bible. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about your devotional. Don't forget about praying. God is there. God is there for us. Even if, if, if you feel good. Or you have a moment. Mm-hmm. Even if you want you don't wanna talk, or you don't wanna pray, or you don't wanna read your Bible, or you are getting uh, involved or getting or getting absorbed or consumed for what we are seeing, watching, and listening. So the Lord said, You can see me, you can hear me, and you can pray to me, Mm -hmm. to be close. And one of the things is, I mean, don't forget that God is God. You know, upon everything, upon everything, God is God. And stay connected with people. This is one of the things, surrounded by people who loves God. And not, not just who loves God, but who is seeking God. Because many people right now is very, you know, mm-hmm. lightly with God. And God wants don't want to do like God wants you to be strong and the Lord.
2: Well the only way you can stay strong now in this in these times, the difficult times, like I say preach. I mean I preach like to share with the gospel,
3: mm-hmm.
2: share with others. When you release or when you share what you already know when you give something from your own experience that helps you that makes you stronger because sometimes we we keep it to ourselves we don't want to share with nobody like no I don't want to do it because um, I feel I feel bad whatever. but you know what I have learned something that when you' when you feel down when you don't feel like walk anymore, but then you start, like, you start like sharing with other people that God is good and everything. And that helps you too. I mean, sometimes we want somebody to come and tell us, to, to oh, God is good, God is with you and everything. But you know, I, have, I found out that when you release it, when you, you share that knowledge that you already have, that helps you to grow. That helps you to get closer to God. Another thing is, don't forget to read your Bible. God said, God said in, in, in Psalms 1, they say, blesses the man who every day, every single time, all the time, is meditating in the love of God. In other words, blesses the man who every day reads the Bible, it stays connected to God, pray, how the devotionals, pray to God, uh, uh, fast, you, you, can, you can fast, do, do, it, do it too. But one important thing is pray. If that's the only thing you can do, pray and read the Bible. And one thing that I mentioned before, you mentioned right now is get surrounded with people. Not just people that say, oh, I love God. No, people that really show that they love God. Because in these days, a lot of people, you can, you can ask anybody, oh, you love God? Oh, I love God. Uh, and then why are you just acting like the way you're acting? Why you just said the things you just said? Because love love God is not just say it, love God is leave it, like believe it and do it. Don't just tell God, don't don't just uh, tell people that you love God just just to say it. No, you have to show it, that you really love God. And you have to be surrounded with those people. Mm -hmm. With people that love God, people that, that, that show you that they love God by their actions. So that's that's, a lot, that's important. If you want to get close to God and you think it's hard, hey, call somebody. Call a friend. Call the pastor. Call the youth pastor. Hey, I need I need another word from God. I need somebody to pray with me. Hey, you need my number, I give you my number. You can call me. Just don't call me after 11 because I'm asleep. <laughs> Send me a message. No, just kidding. Yeah. But uh, if you need somebody, mm-hmm. hey, look for that person that you know he can help you mm-hmm. to get stronger to be closer to God.
0: Definitely. Uh, we're going to end off on kind of a light-hearted note. This is, uh, this is the last question. This is kind of a, a weird place to end it off. But uh, between the two of you, who is the better soccer player?
2: At this moment, I don't think none of us. <laughs> <laughs> last time we played, I think we were for five minutes. <laughs> and now we, we were dying already. <laughs> so I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's I think it's hard to answer that question because I don't think at this moment. I probably if I if I run like maybe like five minutes, i would be gr- having crabs everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think I because I haven't, I haven't played soccer since last time we played soccer over here. Wow! So it's been almost like two years. So I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: Donnie?
1: well, I was uh, I, I was retired for uh, ten years now. Uh, without playing, you know, like a real team soccer, and like uh, Abraham said, uh, we are playing here at church. And I run for five minutes, and I run out of the air, and you know all yeah. that kind of stuff. But no, I think we are in the same the same page right now.
0: Okay,
1: all right. Yeah, yeah, we are in the same page right. Maybe.
0: Now. <laughs> You know, Abraham said, I'm Nancy, and he's, he's Ronaldo. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Maybe yeah. after quarantine, where we actually get to go out, we'll see. Y'all can play a one-on-one see what happens.
1: Maybe, maybe. But, uh, that.
0: but that is the end of the user comments and questions. Thank you, too, for being here and having the privilege, have, letting me have the privilege to interview you. Thank you, Donnie. Abraham, taking time out of your very busy schedules of having uh, a job and family and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not the most qualified person to be interviewing you, but I'm here. So um, uh, you can go ahead. Wait to the camera. Thank you, everybody, everybody for watching, reaching it to the end of the video. Go ahead and watch the other episodes down below. Um, You can go ahead and uh, talk – Follow them on all social medias. Follow Temple Emanuel Power Youth. All those links they'll be down here somewhere. All right, Gabriel? They, they, thank you, Gabriel. <laughs> they all right, so we'll see you next time. Bye.